Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's Dave here, Darren over there, and we're waiting on Tyler. Tyler's probably banging away at his keyboard to uh, <laughs> his 87th write-up of the day. But we are here to wrap up this draft day, day number two, the second and third rounds where the Vikings had to wait all the way to the A long day. time. Welcome to the Real Forno Show. Managing editor of the USA Today's Vikings Wire. Betting and college football analysis for the Fantasy Points website. Publisher of Substack Run and Shooter. Host of The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. As well as a founding member of Vikings First and Skull. But first, we must remember that we did actually have a draft pick in the second round just early. Mr. TJ Hawkinson. It was part of the trade for him during the middle of the season last year. He proved to be a top tight end in the league, one of the best, and... We paid for it by not having a second round pick right now because we had it early. So everybody that is enjoying his good play, including Kirk Cousins, our quarterback, who likes to go to him as wide receiver too, uh, should be rejoicing that we got him in the second round versus anybody else. Now. Best pick in the second round so far, Dave. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> 
And so I am not, for some reason, not getting comments in. So if anybody wants to pop in a comment to make sure it works, let us know while we wait on Tyler. Now, Darren, was there anything disappointing in the second round that you watched tonight? Uh, yeah, the Vikings draft pick just now. <laughs> that was, that was um, in the third round, but in the second oh, round. Oh, sorry. Well, no, not disappointing. Um, like, actually, I was very happy with what our divisional rivals did in the, in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> like, particularly Detroit and Green Bay. Green uh-huh. Bay picking Reed out of Michigan State as a wide receiver. I, I know he's fast. And I know that he's promising, but that was at least everything I, that I read about Reed. That was a lot earlier than he should have went. Uh, so that's I think that would be considered a reach by most draft experts, and and I'm a okay with that. And then of course the I don't know what the Lions have been doing in this draft. Like the Brian They're the Brian here. Branch. The Brian Branch pick is a is an excellent pick I think for them, uh, especially where they got him, but. Like everything else, they did. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, yeah, I did. Yeah, I think they, you know, they they had a lot of picks, and I don't think they maximized them. Mm-hmm. Yep, I see Tyler's wearing his uh, uh, in morning sweater. Yeah, just just a brutal game. But let's let's be honest. It's Minnesota. We kind of expected it. It stinks to lose three in a row, though. Oh, and it looks like they've given up this game, and that's a shame. I was just talking to Darren about the second round, how we got the best pick of them all in the second round and TJ Hawkinson. Now, we did it half a season early, but that's okay. Was there anything weird that you saw in the second round? Darren was commenting on how our especially the Lions, but uh, our division mates were making some odd choices during the second round. Yeah. Um, honestly, the Packers. Um, Jaden Reed in the second round, what are we doing? The guy's an average wide receiver. and I wholeheartedly like, so, agree with it. <laughs> so, okay, so it, it's – it's really hard to um, to really second guess the Packers when it comes to a second round wide receiver. They have a tremendous track record with it, but uh-huh. at the end of the day, based on my evaluations, I, I don't understand it. Like when I take a look at the wide receiver class, I, I thought Reed was okay. He was my 18th wide receiver out of 20 I watched. I just thought he was average at any at everything. And he wasn't really great at anything. And to me, that's that's worrisome when you're talking about a guy you're taking in round two. Uh-huh. My wide receiver three was Josh Downs. Dave, Josh Downs went at 79. Jay, you're telling me Jaden Reed is like 30 picks better than Josh Downs? I'm sorry. Like that that one blew my mind that Jaden Reed went at 48 and Downs went at 79. Just I, I don't understand that. I did like the Packers tight end picks, which, I mean, look, do you want to take two tight ends in a class? I, well, that was my it, question. This, 
this is the class to do it. And, and the nice part is they got two different tight ends. Musgrave is going to be your vertical field stretcher. He's going to be the guy that's going to be used like Travis Kelsey. Like it's a very lazy comparison, but a guy you're going to flex out, you're going to utilize in a lot of different ways, and you're going to attack downfield the football. Tucker Craft, much more of an old school traditional tight end, big body, plays in line, can block and attack up the seams, corner routes. Um, and I really like the the dichotomy of getting those two players. But Jaden Reed, I'm floored. I don't get it, but I, I you're going to have to give them the benefit of the doubt because they have a track record of being good at this. How about the Lions? What did you think of their night? Thank God. We get to face Hendon Hooker twice a year, baby. <laughs> Let's celebrate. Um, I was live with the Purple Daily guys. Um, as As you guys know, I'm... I host a new show on uh, Purple Daily called Purple Daily on Draft with Thorne Nystrom. And we're going to talk a lot about this NFL draft. But Hendon Hooker was taken while uh, we were talking. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. I I did not want to deal with Hendon Hooker. I did not want him on my football team. And it's just one of those things. Like, that was – like, what was wild about the Lions draft, their fourth pick was their best pick. Based uh-huh. on the the board, like yes. <clears throat> if they would have taken Branch at twelve, Gibbs at eighteen, Campbell at thirty four, and then Laporta at uh, forty five, that's a damn good class, and nobody's really talking about it. They're like, oh, the running back, he took him a little early. Eh, Bijan one at eight, he could have gone pretty quick. Okay, that's fine, we get it. But the way they went about it was kind. Uh, it deserved criticism. Um, and the Bears just beefed up the trenches. We'll see if it works. Right. That that was uh, their obvious focus was linemen, 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 linemen. And they're full rebuild mode. And one of the first things you should do in full rebuild mode is build your trenches. That's the smartest move. Help Dave, protect your I, quarterback. I, I got a line for you. Um, from uh, Forrester93, one of the funniest uh, uh, accounts um, among Vikings fans on Twitter. Offensive tackle Dewan Jones from Ohio State, who will be picked tomorrow, weighs 23 pounds more than both of the Vikings draft selections on top of each other in a trench coat. Because <laughs> <laughs> both of them combined, it's 173 and 178, so they weigh 350 pounds, and Dewan Jones is 373. Just just an incredible, incredible tweet. Well, speaking of our draft choice, there he is in the middle. We picked Makai Blackman out of USC. He and Addison can pack up in the same station wagon and road trip their way up to Minnesota together. Except for they can't do that because Addison's already there. But what did you think of this young little feisty corner. I'll let Darren go first on this one. Oh, well, uh, I, I talked about Blackman being a potential day three uh, target for the Vikings. Cause he'd been at the senior bowl, which 
Quasi had shown that he drafted a ton of guys that from the East West Shrine Bowl game and the Senior Bowl game last year. Uh, they had a top thirty visit with with Blackman, but uh, I'm I don't know I'm I don't like where he was picked uh, at this point in the draft. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, really good cover skills. Uh, he can run pretty good, uh, but uh, he, he ain't he ain't as big as you'd like. Uh, the other thing is he's very experienced, got a lot of ton of starting experience at the college level. He's he's a bit old. He's 24. Um, maybe that's not such a bad thing with the experience because it seems like young corners really struggle in the NFL, but most of them, unless they're a sauce gardener or somebody like that. But uh, I just, uh, yeah, I think this is way too early to be taking him. Uh, he, he's going to get uh, bullied by bigger wide receivers, and he's a, he's a, like a penalty machine. He's been a penalty machine at the college level gets very grabby and uh, he's uh, got away with it to some degree at the college level, but still uh, got flagged a lot at the college level. And if he keeps on doing that at the pro level, it's good. He's going to get flagged even more. Uh, I I think the Vikings are going to have to use that old boxing gloves uh, drill for the quarterbacks and and have Blackman try that all off season and training camp. I, I guess one, maybe one other thing to mention is that he does have experience in the slot. So, um, we think Murphy's going to play in the slot a bit or maybe a fair bit, but uh, maybe they're looking at Blackman as a, as a potential having a role there. Tyler, over to you. Then we can really hear what, what the goods. Oh, okay. So um, give me one second. I am uh, trying to type and uh, make sure that Dave can't hear me. Um, <laughs> um. So, okay, so what? I was about to say, he's for specifics, he's listed as 5'11", 178, is what I So, with Blackman, you're basically getting the same prototype size-wise as Devin Witherspoon. And Witherspoon was taken fifth overall by the Seattle Seahawks. Size, I think, is it's acceptable. It's fine. You'd like him to weigh about 10 more pounds. But you can add a little bit of muscle and not really take away a ton of explosiveness. So in an NFL weight room, I think he'll he'll get up to like 185. He'll be fine. So that's whatever. Um, there are only two cornerbacks in college football who had an 85-plus PFF grade in both man and zone coverage last year. Devin Witherspoon, Makai Blackman. So there's another parallel between those two. Uh, I saw Blackman at the Senior Bowl. He didn't really stand out to me which in all honesty for a cornerback is usually a good thing because those drills are set up for cornerbacks to get torched. Uh, receivers get clean. Like it's one-on-one. Uh, it's mm-hmm. the, the offense just has an advantage in those drills. And Blackman had a couple good plays. He didn't get cooked, uh, which I think is the most important part. He was just kind of there. And sometimes that's good. Um, but uh, he is, he went the Juco route. He's a grinder, a year of junior college, uh, four years at or three years is either three or four years at Colorado and then one year at USC and Alex Grinch. He's an awful, awful defensive coordinator, but <laughs> I will say that it's a very man heavy scheme. So he has experience playing a lot of man coverage. He just turned 24 years old and Blackman is a talented football player. Um, I did not love this pick. I will be honest. I liked it. 
Um, I think that there was better value on the board. Everybody in the world at this point knows how much I love Darius Rush from South Carolina. He was sitting right there. I thought he was a better fit. He's a uh, he's a better body type, uh, faster, uh, just as quick. But Makai Blackton does have a 98.5th percentile 10-yard mm-hmm. split. And we know how much Kwesi has shown to like it. This is his first defensive back that does not have a 90th percentile height. So I'm very intrigued to kind of see how this continues to evolve. Was but Chris said in the remarks, this is a Flores pick. Um, is that uh, confirmed? Like, did Kwesi well, say that in the press conference? Not I that I haven't, right se- I haven't seen that yet, but both Chris said it and speaking of Purple Daily, they said it. Uh, your partner there, Thor, was saying this most likely was Brian Flores banging the table for Blackman because no, I think he that's likes a- his attitude and how he plays. I think that's yeah, that's probably more of an assumption at this point. Just that uh, we we assume and that's that, what I'm asking. Yeah, we're assuming that Flores, with with his his uh, his background as a scout and coming here to Minnesota as a former head coach, and and we you know, we're all thinking that he's going to have a when they're if the Vikings are going to pick a defensive player that they're going to lean heavily and they're going to pick a player that Flores wants. Uh, and I think that's where that's coming from at this point. Okay, now he's played some. Slot. Is it easier to hide him at slot with the grabbies than it would be on the outside? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know if he's going to be a slot. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, he is. He's a talented football player. I, and here's the thing with cornerbacks. Uh, if they play on the outside, you let them fail on the outside. You don't. You don't just immediately move them into the slot. You already have a guy who can play the slot. And slot is a very important position in the National Football League now. Nickel is a starter. And, yeah, do you maybe want Byron Murphy playing outside? Yeah. But if you have a guy who's better on the outside and who has experience in the outside, just move Murphy to the slot. And now you, you're you going to feel a lot more comfortable because you're going to have guys playing in their natural positions. Murphy is an anamorph. He can do a little bit of everything. So I, I really think it'd be a mistake to move him into the slot right away because I think with his – his skill set, utilize him on the outside. Let him fail there first. Okay. Now, we know Zimmer 
has taken guys and go, you're going to be a slot and stuck them there. Um, but that was Zimmer. So it's going to be interesting to see. Where do you see him on the depth chart, Darren? Uh, well, he's number four, clear number four right now. <laughs> for yeah, I mean, Murphy, Booth, Booth Jr., and Caleb Evans are your top three. Uh, and, uh, and you know, you, you know what we signed Juwan Williams, but he was terrible with the Patriots. I don't even know if he's going to make the team. Um, so I, I think Blackman's ahead of Williams at this point, at least I sure hope he is. We picked him in the third round and, um, he did have 15 pass breakups last year and three interceptions at the college level. So he had, you know, his ball skills last year were really good. His previous years in, in Colorado, uh, he had some injury problems, which is, again, a bit of a concern. Now those are a couple of years ago, but he ain't big. He had some injury problems in previous years in college, and we have two guys, Booth and Caleb Evans, who had injury problems last year in the pros and during all through college. Uh, so we got a bit of a fragile cornerback room here right now. Oh, From what I gather, he's a good tackler, though. And he's yes. also good. He His completion against rate is very, very good. He does not allow them. It's that he's a decent back. PFF well, liked him, as Tyler said. Yeah, they they also liked uh, what was our Cedar Whiteside. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could cherry pick all kinds of, of players that they liked and didn't like, and say that, you know how terrible it was. I guess so. That, that's just a guy that always comes to mind. Well, yeah, I mean, go ahead, Dave. Well, I was about to say, Tyler's already said he had hoped, what was it, Rush got picked instead of Blackman. But overall, how would you, do you view this as a good pick or that we should have waited? I mean, based on my opinion of the cornerback class, I thought there were better players on the board. But this does fit the motif of Brian Flores. Like, this dude's a grinder. He's a former Juco kid. He's going to literally punch you in the mouth, and he doesn't know the word quit. He's he's just going to scrap with you all the way down the field. And it, you're going to get some penalties from that, as we kind of mentioned before. But this is a very talented football player, and I understand it. I understand the selection. I understand the fit. I understand the pick. I still would have gone Darius Rush, but that's a preference thing. Based on value, like uh, – like Thor Nystrom had him at 113. Um, let me take a look. I have the consensus board. I was about right to say, now. where did the reef have him? I will take a look at the consensus board. Um, and a reef's consensus board so far, this draft is doing outstanding. Um, on the consensus board, um, Makai Black, Mackay Blackman was at. Um, 185. Okay. Um, but there was a massive variance on Blackman. Um, 98.5 um, spots in between the, t- the top and the bottom. That's huge. Of the, uh, yeah, that is a very high variance. But when you get down to some of these, like uh, um, maybe I'm not understanding the variance right because Christian Gonzalez had a 92.1 variance. I don't. I'm going to have to look into what that variance means. but Variance is usually the guys, you know, he one of the mock drafts has him at 
number 30, and the other one has them at 160. You know, the highest and the lowest, and that's the distance in between. And how okay. often the, that distance is, right? You can't just have a couple of outliers. you got to have a whole bunch, you know, that half the drafts are bipolar and like him, and the other half don't. So... I find it interesting. I'm not, I'm not, me, I don't object to it. What did you think of the trade down? The Vikings traded number 87 with San Francisco to to go down to 102. They picked up another one in the fifth, and they picked up Mr. Irrelevant in the seventh. What did you think of the trade itself? Honestly, I, I think the trade was good. Um that there really isn't a talent gap between 87 and 102. Like there is there are good players that went off the board in between those two picks. But at the end of the day, Dave, it's it's fine. Like it's you get a a fifth round pick and a seventh round pick to basically save money on the guy you're gonna take anyways. Like, would you have liked to have gotten more? Yeah, I would have preferred to get a four and a like a like a higher fifth. Like they had 155, we got 164. But I'm being nitpicky. We got like based on the board, we it was pretty much even value. So we got even value to get the same guy. I'll take that every time. Okay. What did you think, Darren? Well, I mean, you look how things fell. They like they said they traded at 87, and they didn't. There was basically no corners that I think I would have liked them to pick that went between then and when they picked at 102. So, and and they got you, Dave. You and I talked about how five draft picks just wasn't enough. We needed seven or eight. Well, now we got seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like you'd like another fourth if you could get it. Um, I almost kind of thought that Quasi might trade out of 102 to get. <clears throat> you know, maybe try to get early in the fourth and get an extra fourth <laughs> as well. That would have uh, Viking fans might've freaked out because they'd have to wait another day for some draft picks. But uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I had no problems with the trade. Uh, you were talking on off online about how we, I guess it depends on what trade value chart you look at too, but that, that, but that, uh, you know, like what you were looking at value wise, the Vikings lost, but they added a couple extra draft picks. They got two Again, extra now, draft picks. Now they got on the seven lower or, end of the yes. of the wonderful you know ski slope, so it's. But if you you trade down, get extra picks, and still get like Tyler said, still get the guy that you wanted to get, then that's a win for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, I want to thank everybody that's joined us tonight. We appreciate it from Timothy, Bob, Michael, Yogi. I know you guys. A bunch of you are watching the. The wild game, and it is disappointing as all get out. Uh, We would like a men's team to win something big. Last time was the Twinkies. It's, uh, and those are two great, two great um, championships for them, World Series. Chris, thank you. Um, Mary, of course. It's good to see you guys here. It's hopefully the Vikings are putting together that team. We sat there yesterday. We got a small but technically competent wide receiver. Today we get a small but feisty corner. Who would you guys like to see 
tomorrow? What positions would you like to see being filled out tomorrow? That's a great question. Um, I'll be honest, I don't care. I mean, it doesn't have, you don't have to, you know, say, hey, I want this guy. It's just, do you want a position? We've talked about linebacker needing filled. But is there anybody of quality that would make a difference and make the team even left on the board at linebacker? There's a couple guys. Uh, Ivan Pace Jr., he's he's a blitzer. He's not really what you would call like a traditional like three-down linebacker. But what the, what he does well, he he's a great like blitzing and pass rusher. Like it's it's uncanny. As a middle linebacker, he had nine and a half sacks last year. Um, very weird in that sense. Um, top linebackers on the board, Nick Herbig, Wisconsin, who might be an edge. Henry Toto, who can't run. Owen Pepoe, who is all athlete and nothing else. And then Ivan Pace Jr., the guy I'm talking about, he's 153. This linebacker class, all those guys went round three. Uh-huh. This linebacker class stinks. It's not good. Um, so it's not exactly a great situation for the Vikings to try and build up and bolster their linebacker room, which is unfortunate because they you'd like to be able to do that. I think if they don't get pace I'd, or Papoe, I'm probably out on linebacker, which makes it a really pressing need next year. Um, but in all honesty, like I would have been happy if the Vikings like ended up doubling on receiver as long as it was a good football player. Like free agency for needs draft for talent just get good players you get good players i'm happy and so far i i think i would grade the vikings draft at a b right now they got good players and they happen to be at positions in need like and in draft grades like a plus is oh anthony richardson fell to 15 you trade up and got him it's like oh my gosh you got just this incredible value like draft grades are pretty cyclical like I'm not grading anything below like a C minus. Like it's, it's hard to do that just because you're drafting. Like you haven't seen these guys playing the NFL yet. Now free agency act, free agent acquisitions, you can do an F, but this is a solid B. It's, it's a good draft so far. They have five selections tomorrow. We'll see how uh, Quasi maneuvers around the board. But it is noteworthy. The 23rd overall pick was the first time Quasey didn't trade and made a selection. We only picked one player in the first round or in the first hundred. Um, it's going to be interesting. There are other positions of need. Darren, which one do you like to see selected? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm kind of. <clears throat> I've, we, again, we talked for weeks and weeks about Dave, you and I, about how. You know, pick a position, and the Vikings have a need there, whether it's depth or or actual somebody to to step in and be a quality starter. So, uh, you know, kind of like Tyler said, I always go back to like when we, you talk about like what's a good draft pick, I and do you go need or 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 you know best player on the board? I always go back to '98, right? Like Vikings said, Chris Carter and Jake Reed as wide receivers. You know, n- no need to really draft, but then Randy Moss is there and you pick him and you go from like a mediocre team to a 15 and one team. So yeah, get good good players. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you're, it's unlikely you're going to get, you know, studs from the fourth round on, but 
yeah, just get good players. If you get another, if you get another wide receiver that they really like, that think is better than Jalen Naylor, Jalen Rager, Powell, uh, even KJ Osborne, go get them. Um, same with defensive tackle, edge, you know, just safety. On and on it goes, right? So offensive uh, guard, yes, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Like we talked, I talked last. We talked last week about how Anthony Bradford, LSU, uh, mm-hmm. had a top thirty visit with the Vikings. Uh, been a left tackle, played mostly left tackle at LSU. Humongous human being, uh, not great with lateral movement, but uh, the, he's a guy that could go into guard, and maybe he's your depth guy who can replace Ezra Cleveland if they don't re-sign him in a year. Um, something like that like i'm not i'm open to any position as long as they pick a guy that again that they're getting good players and when we talk fourth round and back we're looking for first one of the things you need to think about is how will they play on special teams yes don't and don't draft a kicker in the fourth round Speaking of drafting a kicker, San Francisco did tonight in the third, and that shocked a whole lot of people, uh, especially when they had a decent kicker to start off with, but Gould is getting old. So, hey, good for them, and they have a bazillion picks this draft anyways. Um, hey, guys, it's like uh, is uh, the San Francisco 49ers turning into like the Cleveland Browns from the 90s for us as far as like doing deals. <laughs> Because Quasey traded with them last year in the draft, and he did it again, you know, and he has, of course, that. that He has the tie. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll it'll develop into something else that gets alluded to later uh, after June 1st type sort of deal, but we'll find out. Um, Stephen Barbie says, get that guy that's a Phil Lodeholt clone. I don't know exactly who you're referring to. I think he's talking about DeWan Jones, but I'm going to be 100% honest with you. He's not going to play. Uh, like, you have two tackles, both under the age of 27, and Derrissaw's 23. I like the, the thought process of, like, hey, this guy's a really good player, and like if he's available in round five, okay, yeah, swing tackle, boom. But I, we don't need offensive line. Like, that's the weird thing, like – for yeah. once, we don't really need offensive line. We could use a guard to um, just in case Ezra Cleveland leaves, but like we're okay right now. Guard, we can sign a free agency next year to replace him if we don't keep him. Right, and you got to remember, offensive linemen take years to develop. On average, mm-hmm. it's usually at least three. My favorite center went off the board today, unfortunately, to the G-men. Oh well. Hey, well, what if what if somehow Tyler if Rush is still there when the Vikings pick in the fourth round? You're going to be pounding the table for him. Yes, you oh, are. Yeah. Um, Rush is my guy. Um, I had um, eight members of the All Forno team, and two of them are still available: Darius Rush. Or, sorry, three: Darius Rush, Eric Gray, the Oklahoma running back, and Jaron Hall, quarterback BYU. Those are the my final three guys. If I get one of them, I'd be very, very, very happy. Rush, he fits what we want to do. He's got the size. He's got the athleticism. He's got the physicality. Um, I don't – he loses a lot. Um, and, but I think you can coach some of that up because a lot of it is just playing smarter at the line of scrimmage. If you can do that, I think you could be a really good starter in the NFL. 
But if we got him, I'd be thrilled. But uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. We have more assets than we thought we were going to. We have two more assets, and let's get some players to help this football team. And um, I'm expecting that Quasi is going to be wheeling and dealing again. Uh, at least one one more trade coming tomorrow with him and one of, and some of those picks. And we might end up having eight or nine by the time overall by the time it's all said and done. Who knows? And as you've and I have said, we need to fill that corner room, and that takes ten. Um, obviously, we'll pick up some and it's UDFAs, but we'll find out. So we've got, was it five picks tomorrow? Tomorrow's going to be a yep. busy day. We'll be here for it. We hope to see uh, some good players selected. Any quarterbacks by chance? Do you want to take a flyer on tomorrow? Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall. Give me Jaron Hall. Yes, um, that is my guy. Um, he's he's run the most pro style stuff. He already. Um, like I was talking with Luke Brown, Lockdown Vikings, because he watched him. And one of the big things that he came away with in terms of Jaron Hall was he's always playing on a hard mode where uh-huh. he just knows how to um, how to attack things in a difficult situation, difficult setting where he can um, like he can roll out and throw across his body and hit the target and he can do things in a difficult fashion, and I think that's what you have to be able to do at, at the next level. I'm a really big fan of his. There's there's plenty of reasons to not like him. His height, sometimes he misses defenders when he's reading coverages, and he'll throw a couple ugly interceptions. But he's only had 11 interceptions over his last two seasons compared to 51 touchdowns. Like I can live with that, especially with the issues they had at wide receiver, but like if I had to take one, it's Jaron Hall, and I don't care that he's twenty five. He's not a first round quarterback. I, I'm fine. Um, he's twenty three in football years because two of those years were a Mormon mission. Mm-hmm. Gary, what do you mean I dogged you last night on one bar in Lepicus? I don't remember that, <laughs> but uh, I was enjoying myself quite much, and I missed one bar in Lepicus tonight. I don't even know if they went live. Um, but tomorrow's going to be fun. We're going to be here for you. All three of us, we're going to go over. We're going to react to some of the picks. We may not do it after each every pick. It depends how it goes. But we will be talking. And, Tyler, how many write-ups are you going to get out tomorrow? Uh, we'll see. We, we've got, we're going to have about 15 to 20 today. Just a much, much slower day. Um, it's... Yeah, we'll we'll see. It was a it was a good day, um, mm-hmm. but tomorrow's going to be busier because there's going to be five picks, and then we're going to have lots to talk about at the end of the day. Okay, and I just looked up. Mary asked, "What time does tomorrow start?" I'm seeing it starts at eleven o'clock central. Yes, which is going to be time to go to the store in the morning. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Are you going to be ready, Darren, for tomorrow? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> Maybe less. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. I want to thank everybody that's joined us. Uh, appreciate it greatly. And we will see you tomorrow. But first, what do we say, Darren? We say 
can we put that Dalvin Cook uh, trade to Miami to bed now? <laughs> we'll find out. Tyler? And we say Skull Vikings, baby. Skull Vikings and manifest Darius Rush at 119. <laughs> okay. Skull Vikings. See you tomorrow, everyone. Like. Subscribe. And ring the bell to get notifications. It helps us grow this community that we all love our Minnesota Vikings. And on behalf of Tyler Fornis and myself, Dave Stefano, thank you so dearly for watching The Real Forno Show. Skull, everyone! <laughs>